and the Chiefs respond with the big hits of their own. Now, good Chiefs support at the stadium today. Let's go. News, views, and behind-the-scenes chats from Sandy Park. This is the Exeter Chiefs podcast. Hi, I'm Jack Noll. You're listening to the Exeter Chiefs podcast. Hi, this is Dino. You're listening to the Exeter Chiefs podcast. Hi, this is Jack Kendall. You're listening to the Exeter Chiefs podcast. Hi, this is Don Armand. You're listening to the Exeter Chiefs podcast. It's been a while, uh, but I thought we too get... long, Mark. Too long. I thought we'd get the show back on the road. Welcome to the Exeter Chiefs podcast. We've had like a how long? A 12, six, 12 month hiatus. Probably about six. I give it. Well, you've been hanging around at England, and I've been hanging around upstairs. Uh, so busy people. Here we are. On, I wouldn't say that. Uh, here we are on the pitch. Then Exeter ten, Munster ten. The Munster boys behind us. Their fans very pleased with that because we all know an away win or a draw in Europe is massive. It is massive. It was an intense arm wrestle today. The conditions were hellish. Pre-game, I gave that a 15-point wind. And I think had we used the wind in the first half and got those 15 points, well, the scoreboard says what would happen after that. Well, if we look at today, coming into the game, you know, exit to top of the Prem, 29 points from 30 above Saracens. Um, Munster not so good. Fourth in the Pro 14. Lost to Leinster last week. Uh, less confidence coming into the game. But, 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 the, but the Pro 14 sides are so different for Ireland. They've got their first, the second choice. And so this is their international squad. And to be honest, we upped our game so much more from the Premiership fixtures that we've been playing. And it, it showed out there. But just if, if the ref had got on top of those breakdowns and pinged the slow ball early, we'd have been free to play a lot more rugby. And we kind of got suffocated a bit because of that. And, and fair play to Munster. They played the conditions, they played the ref very well. well. What you say about the Pro 14 versus the Premiership, I was talking to Alex Cuthbert before the game and he was saying that his experience of being at Cardiff is that you know, they rest players in the Pro 14 because coming into Europe, this is this is so important. This is the meat and drink, isn't um, it? So let's talk about some of the moments in the game. I think both teams defended ferociously yeah. and there was no attack because every time that ball went in the air, it just danced about in the wind. Exactly. It was, it was the conditions where you had to run it to get territory if you were into the breeze. But what we were finding is they were slowing down the, uh, the phase play so effectively, we weren't getting quick ball to make the breaks. Witten and uh, Slady were, were getting half breaks. Dolly was absolutely amazing when he had ball We missed hands. him in that last game here, oh, didn't we? Absolutely. Uh, in, the, in the Premiership yeah. against, uh, against Worcester. He's, he's such a difference. Yeah, he really is. And he looked every inch the international there. But we weren't going to rake up old ground there. Let's talk about, uh, for, for a second, very serious business. What's Jack Knoll done to his hair? Well, I personally think he's the real Slim Shady. Well, that, that's what the boys have been saying yeah, on court. But other people or... have said Bieber. Uh, no, yeah, no, Alex Cuthbert said Bieber. Yeah. Tom O'Flaherty was uh, less complimentary oh. and, um, and is referring him to him as a girl. Um, let's talk about Brian O'Driscoll. Quite a butch girl. Anyway, yeah, Brian let's O'Driscoll. Let's not get into that. Uh, Brian O'Driscoll, he says uh, the three teams who can win Europe are Saracens, Leinster and Exeter. Now, it's interesting. Exeter never made it past the quarterfinal. But, like you say, today, tough game, but they have upped their game. Exactly. The, the, the improvement and the change in the squad through this off-season what they're doing now on the pitch with the Premiership games and it's largely the same personnel involved imagine if we'd had the running of Sam Simmons today I mean that's what well, these conditions need until pretty much I the know, end of the season absolutely. potentially as World Cup dream over oh, as well it's, it's absolutely heartbreaking for every extra Chiefs fan because on merit he should be there 
uh, as same with Don. I mean, you know, sound like a broken record, but he was an absolute legend this afternoon. But interestingly, uh, Chiefs player of the day, Matt Kvesic, an England potential there, and just work rate second to none. There is a boy who is uh, who's come out of pre-season in absolute rude form oh, uh, on fire on fire and you know can play anywhere across the back of that scrum equally effectively just ferocious in his defence and his attacking you know he was carrying straight and making those impact golly well here's, uh, here's Phil Dolman well, well played this afternoon mate that Good high time, ball yeah. very difficult yeah mate yeah it was difficult um, difficult conditions I thought both both sides played it quite well actually um, you know Munster took took time out of the game in the first half and, and then you know, we got a slender lead, which we'd probably hope for a little bit more. Uh, but then I thought we, we we chased it, chased it well, put our game to them in the second half. So sets yeah. it up nicely for the away fixture. It does, yeah. You know, they've they've set a stall really. So that, you know, we've got to try and go out there and reproduce something of similar ilk, you know, against those guys. So a tough test. It's normally us harassing you, but you've come and gay crashed our podcast, oh, yeah. and now Big Chief has turned up. Yeah, Give yeah. us a thumbs up, Big Chief. He won't say much. <laughs> Oh, that's one for the family album, boys. Good to see you, Phil. Oh, a pleasure to be gatecrashed by a player and yeah. uh, and big big chief. And what Phil was saying then about setting it up for the away fixture, that sets the benchmark for where the players have got to be. Munster travelling fans sets the benchmark of where us travelling fans have got to be. They were amazing. Positive, happy, friendly, drunk as lords, and we're going to replicate that down in Limerick. Well, it's lovely to be back on the podcast with you, Shelby. It's Thank a short you. one today. This man's telling me he's got commitments. Short but perfectly full. Um, so what we'll do is we'll finish off by listening to uh, to the boss, Rob Baxter. To, to do what we did and come through the second half as well as we did, it probably shows as good a test of character and as good a half of Heineken rugby as we probably played against good opposition. You know, against good opposition who were genuinely there to win the game. Um, and I think that's something we've got to talk about, just trying to move forward. You know, we're going to have we're going to have work-ons. There's going to be individual things, um, but on the whole, you know, we just still have to go out and find three, maybe four more wins out of this pool. And that situation hasn't changed. And that's what we've got to that's what we've got to get ready for now. We've got to get, we've got to get, move on from this. Two points gained. There's a lot of teams aren't going to get two points this weekend. We have. We've got to progress now and go get some more next week. Well, it would be an incredible occasion for us if it did. You know, if it was winner takes all at Thorman Park, it would be an amazing day. I would hope. I would hope maybe it doesn't. Maybe nice that we're just both through by the time we get there. That would be my. That would be my preference. If I'm asking you, but the reality is we've got to go and find some more wins. Even if we, even if we won today, we'd have to go and find at least three more wins out of this pool, and we still would go hunting wins. And so nothing has, has massively changed for us. Um, but we've got our we've got our feet wet now in this pool, and we're up and running. And. I think this is only the second time we haven't lost our first pool game. I'm not, I'm not 100% sure. I think last year was the first time we, we banged in a win early doors. So we're actually ahead of the curve to where we are most years. We're ahead of the curve to where we are when we qualified. So um, at the moment, there's still an awful lot for us to play for. Your behind-the-scenes access to Sandy Park. Thank you! The Exeter Chiefs podcast.